What a matchup. And what a team, Mike. MetroPCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to MetroPCS and an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio. Yes, that was an abrupt close to our theme song, but we want to get right into it. Good afternoon. This is Conversations with Ken Cheatham. And no, I am not Ken Cheatham. I am actually a rather froggy Michelle Akins. But I am here with the man who has the answers, Mr. Ken Cheatham. That. In my Good audience. afternoon, Michelle. I, I, Good hear afternoon. The froggy, I hear the frogginess in your voice. I understand you're not feeling it 100% as we normally find you. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad that we can continue the conversation and hopefully help some people who are trying to do the best they can in developing their business and sales uh, capabilities. Yes, and we have been having, I'm, I'm so thankful for the enthusiasm that we've been getting for the broadcasts, um, we see you downloading and sharing them as we go through this discussion of the sales cycle. And um, so today we're going to, I want to just let Ken stretch out and and say everything that he needs to because he's already been dropping some big nuggets. Um, but if you have a question or a comment, you can call us at 914-803-4503, press 1 to be connected to our studio and talk to Ken, or you can continue to listen with the link that you are no doubt listening to us on right now. Mr. Cheatham, we're talking today about presentation and closing. Yes, uh, we've been reviewing what we call the sales cycle, and it comes from a format of developing your sales capabilities from a book that we have been referring to uh, since we started this program. Uh, and there are lots of books available. We don't want to uh, suggest that there's only one way to, only one source of this kind of information. But the book that we've been focusing on, when the when buyers say no, by Cat. Uh, I can't ever remember this, these people's names. Uh, Tom Hopkins and Ben Cat. We find this excellent material for people who are seriously interested in learning how to master the sales process and minimize the amount of time and the number of mistakes they make in the process of trying to build their businesses. So we've been talking about what we call the sales cycle. And for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, this is a cycle of uh, steps that are involved in the process of selling professionally and selling with integrity and becoming very good at what you're doing. 
if you're building a business, whether it's a new business or an existing business, you need to become effective at sales. And the first step in that process is getting over any reservations you have about what sales is about and what salespeople are up to. If you're selling with integrity and selling with purpose uh, of uh, making the best, offering the best of your services and products to your customers, then you're always in a good state of focus when you're involved in the various steps of the sales process. So we're going to review that very quickly. Uh, this what we call a cycle of persuasion, or the circle of what, what we call a, I often call a sales cycle, involves a series of steps that take you from your first engagement to your customers to a closing of the sale, and then having the opportunity to dazzle your customer with the ability that you provide and the quality of the service and product that you you're selling. So. This is what we're suggesting it should be the type of approach that you take to uh, maximizing your sales and making the best use of the time that you are putting into promoting your business that way. So the sales cycle begins with prospecting. That is, looking through the various sources that you have available to find people who genuinely need what you have to sell, who need your product or services, because you don't want to talk to anybody else about what you're doing. You want to always be talking to people who genuinely need what you are offering. That way you're never in a mode of trying to convince somebody who has no interest in what you're selling to, to buy your product or service. That's where most people who have uh, difficulty completing sales go wrong at the first step. If you're talking to somebody who doesn't need or is not interested in your product, you're wasting your time and theirs, and you're building up a, a, a feeling of being up to something that's not worth what you do, with the energy that you're putting into it. So what we're saying is find people who genuinely need what you have to sell, and those, the sources for that kind of information are available depending on uh, what category or market your product is relating to but you should be looking for people who are genuinely interested. And then the next step in that process is to contact those people and begin a process of building rapport with them so that they, uh, they have the maximum interest in what you have to offer, and you're learning exactly what they need and how that need relates to your what you have to offer and how you choose to present it. So, again, your focus is on what the customer needs, not what you need, but what the customer needs from you in order to become a satisfied customer and somebody who, who appreciates your business uh, process and your sales techniques. So once you've established that you have, you're addressing people who genuinely need what you have to sell, the next step is getting in front of these people with a presentation that relates to what it is that you're selling. So uh, you go from the prospecting step, which gives you the, the potential good customer that you want to be talking to, and then establishing rapport with those people so that you have an easy conversational relationship with them that allows you to present your product and service in a way that meets their needs. So once you've established that, then you are prepared to pro pro provide a presentation of your business or product 
in a way that, again, shows the customer what you have that meets their needs. So it's first prospecting, finding those people. Second is contacting them. The next step is building a rapport with them where they are interested in talking to you and open to hearing what you have to say. And the next step is the presentation itself, which should be based on the information that you've gathered so far from that customer or potential customer that when you've heard what they are interested in and you fully understand that and you've established a relationship with them that where you've more or less convinced them that you have something that they ought to pay attention to. So at every step of this process now, what, you, what you've accomplished up to that point is uh, getting in touch with people who need what you have to sell and then finding out what their specific needs are and then tailoring your presentation to meet those needs. So you, uh, you go into this, the presentation step, as we talked about in our last uh, episode here, with a clear understanding of what the customer needs and a means of presenting it in a way that c- confirms that you are genuinely offering what they need and you're uh, not wasting their time or not trying to sell them something that they don't need. And uh, you've, you provide a presentation along those lines. Now, again, I refer to the books that we mentioned earlier as a means of getting real good information on how to do this. Uh, each one of these steps in the process is, is important, and it's important enough to learn how to do it right uh, at each stage. So, again, we encourage you, if you're serious about learning how to do what we're presenting here, get a hold of this book or one similar, one equivalent to this that provides the specific steps that you need to take at each stage of the process in order to make the best use of your time and your potential customer's time and gives you the best possibility of succeeding in getting an order from these potential customers. So we talked about the presentation last time. Uh, It's tailored to the specifics of that particular customer's needs. And then in the process, you're moving toward what is the most critical part of the sales process of the sales cycle, and that is closing on the conversation. And closing means uh, asking for the order. Uh, asking the customer to take a step that gives you uh, the purchase authorization that you want from them in order to sell you, close the deal on cl- selling your product or selling your service. Now, this is a step where most people get very uncomfortable because you're in the process, uh, you're at a stage in the process where you have to ask the customer specifically for their business, asking for the, what I call asking for the order or asking for the commitment that uh, you want in order to get the order to proceed with what you're selling. So closing is a critical step in the process, and there are ways to do this effectively. And it's, again, the point at which you really want to have the background uh, or in your head uh, about exactly what's involved in this process and what you should be doing at this stage of the game. You're going to be, in one way or another, asking the customer for their commitment or asking them to take an action step uh, in your direction to close the deal and move with on move on with selling your or the sale of that particular package or whatever you're offering them. So closing is uh, an important step in this process, and it's it's not as it's probably it's one of these situations where I say it's simple but not easy. 
which is the whole process. Uh, this understanding relates to the entire sales cycle process anyway. Simple stuff, but not easy. And you have to learn it. And you're going to learn it best and quickest by following the suggestions that are written by these people who have tremendous experience in doing this. So if you're serious about learning how to build your business, you need to be serious about the sales process and have a positive attitude about it and be willing to learn what it is you need to know. And this book provides an excellent uh, guide to the learning process and learning what you should be doing at every step of this this thing. Most salesmen find themselves in a position of what we call winging it, just throwing up a lot of information and hoping the customer comes down with a comes away with a, a commitment to buy. And it, sales generally doesn't work well that way. It may happen in some certain instances, but generally you have to lead the customer from the prospecting step through the step of closing on the order. And how you do that, especially in the closing process, is uh, it's a process that you need to learn. And in practice, it's like learning, like being, becoming professionally apt at any in any field. You need to learn the process that works, that produces the best results, and then practice them and implement them in your daily activities to the point where you become very comfortable and ultimately very effective at uh, going to completing this sales process. So again, we encourage following a guide such as this type of book or any of the others that might be available in the bookstores or libraries, and becoming good at this. Learn how to handle each step of the process. Learn what you need to know about how to respond to questions or challenges or objections that might come up from your customer, learning how to talk to them about these whatever issues come up, learning how to determine which approach is best for which type of customer and that helps that requires that you become effective at reading the customer's body language and uh, their inferences, uh, things that come up from the questions that they ask and so forth uh, in the process of doing your presentation. So again, becoming professional at this is is a good is a goal that you should be reaching for as a salesperson or as a person that's building your business. Again, if you're in business, you're in sales. And if you're not doing it effectively, the the sales cycle process that we talk about in these conversations will help you to become better organized and have a better focus on the specific things you should be doing at each step of the process to meet your customers' needs and to become uh, successful in closing and uh what I call getting the order. So uh, let me take a breath here, Michelle, and uh, invite comments or questions that you may have. I know you're a little froggy today, but I'll uh, offer you the uh, opportunity to inject here so the monotone of my voice goes away for a minute. (laughs) Well, thank you. And one of the things that I don't think you can emphasize enough, and people may wonder why you're putting the emphasis on it. You said it just a few minutes ago, if you're in business, you're in sales. And what I've been coming away from today's conversation in particular is when it's time to close or ask for the business or 
ask for a commitment from the customer, this is just not something that just happened because you wore the right suit or you you pulled your words together well. But I am seeing even more, as I do this more, the need to study this process and get good at it and not treat it. I, I started out as a secretary decades ago, and you never put a letter in the typewriter without knowing what you were going to write a letter about, that there was planning, there was forethought, there was making sure you had all of your supplies, and this is no different. Just because there's a lot of verbal communication involved does not mean you don't have to learn it. And I'm really getting that serious sense from your conversation today. Yes, it's important to really understand that concept that you just mentioned as uh, one of the key things to have in the background of everything you're doing in, in promoting your business, that it's a sales process. Your being in business is a request for for people to come and buy what you have to sell. And nobody's going to buy what you have to sell if they're not if there's no benefit to them and what you're offering. So what you have to constantly be aware of is what you're providing is a benefit to the customer, something that they need. And then your understanding is the two major things you need to be aware of at this point is, first of all, nobody's going to, everybody's not going to buy what you have to sell. Even people that might need it, they're, all, they're not all going to give you the order the first time they hear from you or the first time you talk to them. So you need to recognize what we call the uh, 80-20 rule, which applies generally to a whole lot of things, but in sales it, it means that your business is going to come from 20% of the people that you talk to. 80% of the people that you talk to are going to say no for various reasons. They're going to say no or no, right, not right now or uh, some version of the, of the fact that you're not getting the order at that moment. And you should be prepared for that and understanding what you should do or how you should react when that situation comes up. So it's not something to get go into despair about. It's something to understand First of all, to anticipate that you're not going to close every sale that you try to reach for, and it's, that it's okay if the customer says no, no biggie. What you have then is an opportunity to do several things, one of which is to uh, convince that customer or show the customer that you are a sales professional and that you're not uh, unprofessional in what you're offering, and that they, you establish a, a relationship wherein they can come back at another time and talk again about what they need uh, for you from you. And you also have the opportunity to ask them for referrals to people who they know who might not be on your prospecting list who might need your services or your products. So uh, a referral from a customer, a potential customer who is not ready to buy right now, is as good as gold in terms of uh, making the best use of your time because Ken, uh, I'm here. sorry. That was that was a technical glitch. Okay. Okay. As long as you're not cutting me off, I'm good. <laughs> but your the the referral that you might get from somebody is potential gold for your business because you now have an entree to someone who is already mostly uh, qualified 
as somebody who needs what you have to sell, and then you have an intro to talking to that person from the person who gave you that referral. And uh, so if you've established the right atmosphere, uh, this atmosphere of rapport with a potential customer, uh, they're offering you information, connects you with another potential customer, is worth its weight in gold if you compare that to having to find that that customer on your own, that potential customer on your own through your prospecting efforts. So you want to keep a relationship with the people even if they are not becoming customers at this particular moment that uh, allows them, encourages them to give you information about others you might contact who will have the potential to become your customers. And you can add those to your prospecting list and uh, move on. Maintaining the relationship with that first potential customer that allows you to reach out to them again in the future and see how they're doing and if they're uh, in a better place to, say, uh, give you a positive uh, response to your, your, uh, your efforts to close the sales with them. But again, you understand that when a customer says no, it doesn't mean that you failed in some, repl- some, some respect or that it's you're not very good at this and it has some negative personal feeling about what you're doing. If you're selling professionally, you understand that most customers, most potential customers are going to say no. You're going to be okay with that. You're going to get as much information from them and uh, leave the door open for later uh, consultation with that customer and uh, that potential customer and maybe work out something that works for them later on. So uh, you've established the kind of relationship where that possibility remains intact whether you close the deal on that process at that moment or not. But moving on, uh, when we talk about the sales cycle again, the next step after your presentation is closing the sale. And there's a lot of different things that you can do and that you should do at that stage of the game that are too numerous to mention in these conversations. But again, I encourage you to get a book that provides the specific details of where you are and how to manage that closing uh, pro- process when you're uh, after you've completed the presentation to a customer. It's invaluable to know what you're doing at that point and how to handle yourself, how to handle uh, how to handle and manage the conversation with that customer at that stage. There are lots of questions to ask and uh, things to get clarified and. Uh, the things, ways, ways to approach the closing process, depending on what type of business you are, or what type of uh, relationship that customer has with uh, you in that moment, and uh, you want to be clear on exactly how you should be talking to this potential customer at, any, at each stage of the game, and particularly at the closing process. So again, if you're serious, uh, the best thing I can tell you to do right now is what I've said before: get the book that helps you to learn the process. And study it and practice it as you would study or practice anything else you want to get proficient, gain proficiency at, uh, whether it's playing an instrument or learning how to dance or doing anything else. It takes training and practice and, in this case, an insight as to what mindset you should have as you proceed in, the, in the handling that, those uh, circumstances. So, uh, again, learn how to close get informed about what the closing process is and how to handle yourself with each type of customer or each selling situation so that you know exactly what you should be saying to that customer at that stage that will either give you the best 
chance to get the order at that moment or whether you should be uh, approaching them with a closing conversation at that stage or not. Uh, you need to understand it and become very good at uh, knowing what to say and how to say it at each step of the process, especially when you're in the stage of closing on a sale. Wow, Ken. This does sound like there's a, a lot that that's involved in this, but this part of the sale to me always seems so delicate and and because you are actually asking for the business. And so maybe in our next conversation, if, if you're open to it, we can talk a little bit more about that part because that is the part for me that always gives me the biggest butterflies, the biggest angriest butterflies in my stomach. Um, and there may be other people who are feeling the same way. Well, generally, the closing process is the most stressful for the salesperson. Again, mm -hmm. if you are not clear on exactly what you're doing and how to handle yourself at this stage of the game, then the likelihood is that you're going to be uncomfortable. And you may miss a lot of signals from the customer. You may be uh, miss the opportunity to ask the right question or make the right statement at that st stage of the process to keep the conversation alive and keep your rapport that you've established with that customer available for future discussions. Uh, in other words, walking away from that situation with not just dejection and disappointment, but uh, a clear relationship that allows you to come back if that's appropriate or to contact that, that potential customer for more information about what they're doing and what's going on in their their, mm -hmm. their business and, and uh, learning how to maybe translate that into contacts with new potential customers. So, again, if you've got the right approach to this thing and the right understanding about what's involved in the sales process, then you're never going to be undone by the fact that you don't get the order today. If you recognize that 80% of the time you're not going to get the order that day, then you're mm -hmm. prepared for that and you know what kind of conversation you should be having with the customer at that stage. It's not, you know, with your head down and, oh, I'm sorry, and I failed in some respect. But a professional approach that says, we understand that this is not right for you right now, Mr. or Mrs. Potential Customer, but I'd like to keep in touch and uh, let's, uh, we can review where you are in the, in the future. In other words, you can talk to them as somebody who's genuinely interested in what they're, how they're doing, what their businesses uh, and challenges are going forward, and then have an opportunity to come back and revisit the conversation for at another time where the circumstances might be quite different and you do eventually get the order from that customer. So, uh, again, learning how to manage this part of the process and uh, reviewing the information and practicing the closing techniques that are offered in some of these books and the one that we refer to in particular will give you an understanding of how to handle yourself at these various stages of the sales process and be very comfortable in knowing what to say and what to do and what to, more importantly what not to do at the step that at the stage of the process that you're reaching at that at that moment. Well, Ken, as always, I I thank you and these conversations seem to go quicker and quicker. <laughs> um especially today because I I believe this is a topic that um that a lot of people I don't know about anybody else. Me, I was always hesitant to admit that I didn't know what to do 
after I made the presentations, it's almost as if you expect the customer to say, hey, that was really great. Where do I sign? Mm-hmm. Because that's how it happens on TV. But there is some <laughs> other language that goes in there. <laughs> and I didn't know what that language was. Yes, well, it's important. And uh, for the well-being of the salesperson itself, it's good to know these things because you can get very easily get trapped in some emotional response to what's going on that mm-hmm. uh, takes you away from the conversation that you should be having at that point. It's important to maintain a uh, respect with the customer that you're actually there to provide what they need. And that switches the mood and the tone of conversation to something personal that you might need. You don't Mm -hmm. want to have the the customer perceive you as somebody that's needy and that Mm -hmm. uh, you're hoping for their their business or uh, you're doing something other than trying to meet their needs. Customers' needs, right. the potential customers' needs are always uh, most important. And again, the information that is described in the, in the closing section of the book that we've been reading is valuable in terms of keeping that perspective and also knowing how to handle that situation uh, that comes about frequently where you don't get the order that day or something is in the way of moving the process. What you're able to do if you know what you're doing and having the right kind of conversation with the customer is knowing what potential, learning what potential they have, you have with them for business in the future and uh, how to move on from there without feeling bad about what you've done. And knowing that you've handled the situation correctly and made the best effort and the best use of your time in those situations is very valuable. And that's really where you want to become, how you become a, a professional at sales and uh handling yourself correctly at any stage of the process. The important thing is to know what the the steps of the process are and uh, following along so that you're having the right kind of conversation with the customer at every every step of the process. Mm -hmm. And I I know that our time is um, coming to an end, but I would like to ask and impose upon your great bank vault of knowledge about this. Yeah, it's a vault. I've been trying to get into that bank vault for a while. I don't have the combination. But you know what? When you say, all right, you have to structure your presentation and you need to be presentable in how you do that and, and the prospecting, all of that feels very tangible to me. I I know what that looks like. I know about all of that. But that that space between the end of the presentation and the language that you use to say, okay, the presentation is ended. Now I want to ask for a commitment. That is the part that I struggle with because that's the part that doesn't seem tangible. And so can we talk about that? in our next broadcast. Yes, we can continue that conversation. That's all part of the closing process when you've completed your presentation and you're in that mode of asking for the order or dealing with the situation at that stage. And there are quite a number of different things to do. So, yes, we can have uh, continue that conversation forward. Again, I encourage anyone that's really interested in this, get the books. Get the book that we refer to (laughs) or something similar or equivalent that gives you the blow by blow 
of exactly how to handle that kind of situation because there's all sorts of ways to close on an order. And again, mm-hmm. uh, if you know the techniques, you can avoid the situation where at that stage you don't know what to say or how to say it, and you know uh, what the best approach is to dealing with that, that circumstance, to handling that circumstance. So we can talk about it in more depth the next time, but again, get the book and read yeah. because there's a tremendous amount of information at that point that uh, is available and that you should understand and learn and practice. Well, I'm going to read that chapter again in preparation for our conversation so that you're not telling me, read the book or get out your, what is the book I had selling for dummies? Um, but even if you buy the book, don't be a dummy. you got to open it up. So. You gotta, okay. It helps after you, after you bought the book. It helps to see what's inside and read some of that. That's a, yeah. a good good suggestion. Well, thanks, Ken. Um, I am, as always, enriched by our conversations, and we look forward to seeing you again on the next conversation with Ken Cheatham. And I'll be looking forward to that as well again. appreciate this okay. uh, opportunity, Michelle. As always, I'm in your debt to be able to discuss this in a way that might be helpful to people who are listening and who are facing these challenges of becoming successful in sales and building their businesses. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And as we sign off, I remind you, as I always do, that you have been anointed to do something great. Make it your business to go about doing it today and have some tea for your throat, Michelle. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye, kid. I hope you feel better. Take care. Thanks. Bye. A matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS on an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32 gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. A matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32 gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.